Hello, winners, and welcome once again to the Wrong Button Podcast, the show where we talk all things nerd, a lot of things video game, uh, and generally whatever tickles our fancy. Um, now, last week, uh, we were off because Mrs. Play. Hi, guys. Welcome. Welcome me back. <laughs> you and I uh, here. took a uh, adventure vacation, I think is what you told me it was. <laughs> I love that you're leading this conversation, but I did like 95% of the planning. You did all of the planning. That's fine. I went to Iceland. Um, Mrs. Slay was very kind to uh, plan, book, uh, facilitate. Mm -hmm. I did all of the research, all of the planning, all of the logistics. I sat there and listened and studied. You drove. You you showed up and you drove the car. I did drive. I did drive the car. (laughs) Uh, All over that that country. Um, that, that, That very, very young piece of rock. Yeah, we'll get into that later. So, uh, yeah, I figured we'd go over our adventures because I scheduled many. Uh, well, I mean, I was just gonna say Iceland. This was our first uh, non-native speaking country you and I have visited. You and I are not yeah non-native non- English speakers. speakers yeah, uh, we went to a, a place where uh, they we oh, dear God, I cannot speak the language. And yeah, as we pronounce the names, try and struggle to pronounce the names uh, later in the show. Please be kind. Forgive me. I'm trying my best. I don't have it. I have notes in front of me, like, but it's like the proper Icelandic names, <clears throat> and I don't have the phonetic uh, pronunciations out beside the names. I so. can at least pronounce Diamond Beach and Day. So yeah, we're so there. Please be kind to me. Uh, yeah, so you and I, uh, we were supposed to go to Japan, and that didn't happen. Yeah, Japan was supposed to be January 2021, um, but Japan was still closed to tourists at that time, and um, only just recently now, um, here in September, are they fully opening to tourists, um, as opposed to like, yeah, you can come in, but you require essentially like a guardian as an escort. So Japan will be full and open, um, probably, you know next week genuinely um so the consolation prize <laughs> i don't even like to think iceland is that but it was like really really disappointed that japan was like just not feasible um so you had suggested like hey i heard on a podcast once <laughs> thank you for not diving me completely out yeah i heard on a podcast yeah, heard, heard iceland. About it. heard that iceland <clears throat> might be kind of fun what do you think about iceland and like yes um for me personally iceland has been a dream place to go to for at least the last seven eight years um but quite frankly we were not in a financial position to like explore the way that i would want to and um i knew it was a country that doesn't really have a lot of like you you don't take trains places they have bus tours and stuff but um i wasn't sure what driving would be like in a foreign country there's a lot a lot of firsts here like you said um non-native english speakers though to be fair um they did speak english like english was the common language um but it was it was fun as someone who's like very white pale blonde hair blue eyes and um being greeted in like not english um, oh yeah, they did look at you. And yeah, they, greet looked, at me, you they like, looked at me a couple times and like greeting me and not English, and I'm like, I'm sorry to disappoint you. <laughs> uh, yeah, so you and I took uh, Icelandic Air or Iceland Air, Iceland Air, Iceland Air, mm-hmm. which is our plane ride over there. We did a direct, direct flight, flight. Yeah. from uh, Washington, mm-hmm. and we got very fortunate with that one. And yeah, we touched down, and it was it was pretty much start 
exploring. We, like we we touched down and we went to the coffee place that was or sandwich coffee. It was a cafe. Yeah, cafe. Mm-hmm. Uh, and had uh, tasty those, sandwiches. Yeah, those locks like so locks guys. I know locks is like you go to a New York Jewish deli uh-huh. and you get bagel, cream cheese, salmon, capers, the the whole mouth watering the works thing. Locks is apparently Icelandic for uh, salmon. salmon. It might be like specifically pure salmon or something like that. Maybe, but, uh, but they had they had a lot of lox sandwiches. So that was like uh-huh. the first thing we had on that uh, multi-grain seed nut bread that was super delicious. Mm-hmm. Um, and then from there we headed out to. Uh, Do you want me to tell you where we went? The peninsula. I don't nope. remember the name. That's not where we went first. Where did we go first? We went to the Reykjavik airport. <laughs> so oh, not we did the flyover. not yeah. Okay. So not the uh yeah, that's Ke- right. not the Keflavik International Airport. K E F is the airport uh signature nomenclature the, the three letter designation. Um, we went to the Reykjavik airport in like Reykjavik proper, so to speak, um, because recently, as you guys may or may not know, um. One of the volcanoes in Iceland exploded. It exploded. It erupted. <laughs> Boom! Um, it erupted. And unfortunately, the eruption only lasted like two and a half, three weeks. So the volcano was dormant when we were there. Um, but there was still plenty of like helicopter tours, uh, Cessna airplane flyovers. You could also hike to um, and get like pretty close to the eruption site, probably within like a half mile or so but which we should it was, say it was, was nine plan. yeah that was the original plan we we're gonna hike but nine miles i didn't realize it was nine miles <laughs> i thought it was four and a half miles each way no 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 like a week four days before before we're supposed to fly out i realized i made a terrible error it is in fact nine miles and like oh you know like you walk for like the first half mile two miles or so and then you go up like a thousand feet in elevation like it's it's it's, it's a steep climb don't fuck up but the trail's well marked, and then after once you get to the top, like it's it's relatively level. Um, but like a nine mile hike after like five and a half hours of overnight economy class sleep didn't feel like a good idea. Um, I think it should be known. Uh, you guys probably know this because I've complained about it enough on the podcast. Uh, I don't fly well. Oh yeah, he's a nervous flyer, so he did not sleep. Me and like nine milligrams of melatonin. I was somewhere between like oblivion and being annoyed that people kept bumping me. <laughs> yeah, it was, I was in an aisle seat compared to compared to our flight to England, which was mm-hmm. while longer and more turbulent. Yeah, uh, I felt like people were much more. Hey, we know this is a long overnight flight, so everyone planned to sleep. Mm-hmm. Whereas on this one, it it was, it for whatever reason, just not feel the same as flying over to Europe. It was only four hours time instead of like eight yeah they were only um, they were only four hours ahead of us from eastern standard time whereas like london is six yeah yeah so that was that that was that so we kind of ex- we did exonate the hike yeah uh because it just didn't feel like a good idea and you're like i can do it and i'm like <sighs> okay yeah we could but then we still have to drive two and a half hours after that hike to our hotel and remember how tired we were when we went to london and we were like 
We just gotta make it to three. Dying to like make it to make it to three p.m. so we can check in and just pass out. Like, let's not have a repeat. Yeah, let's let's just let's just choose ease for once. So we opted for um, a Cessna tour. All the helicopter tours were completely booked. Um, so we, I was able to like find a, a Cessna tour. Um, so we go to the airport in Reykjavik. That was at eleven. We pick up a a rental car. Um, got like a 2020 RAV4, um, had four wheel drive, like new, super clean, really easy to, uh, they gave us like transportation, uh, to and from the airport, from the, the rental location. It was really easy, thoroughly enjoyed it, would rent with them again. Are we dropping names? Yeah, we, so we used, what I'll do here is I'll put links, if you'll send me some links to things that you use. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um. Uh, we used my car. Was yeah, it? Yeah, my, my so, car rental. Yeah, if you guys go up there uh, to to Iceland, uh, anything that we did, I will have yeah. Mrs. Place and over links. They will be in the bottom below mm-hmm. because while, like you and I are, are avid hikers, I would say, um, and hiking might not be for everyone. I guarantee we're going to talk about something on this podcast today that you would be like, oh yeah, that sounds actually really really cool. Um, Iceland was. For me, it was like, oh, we're going to go on like a hiking uh, vacation. And you definitely were like, OK, yes, we're going to do that. However, comma, we're going to do all the things a child <clears throat> Nicole ever wanted. <laughs> so, uh, yes. Yeah, so we did the flyover. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was like maybe 40 minutes. The the eruption site was not even like a 10 minute flight, flight. from uh, like Reykjavik, the Reykjavik airport. Um, it was Barely any clouds in the sky, minimal turbulence. I got to sit co-pilot. I you was did. super duper excited. About I got that. to sit in the back, and I didn't have to look out if I didn't want to. It was yeah, great. Yeah, I've never been in an, a, a a prop airplane or an air, a propeller airplane, like period, let alone an airplane that small. Um, but it was, it was it was a really smooth flight, and then we did maybe four figure eight passes over the um, the new eruption site. You could see the eruption site from twenty twenty one. And then we'd kind of go out just over um, over the cliffs, over the sea, and then just go back. And the whole time when our pilot wasn't actively like engaging us, I'm like, hey, this is old eruption site, new site, things to be mindful of. Here you can see hikers, there's the trails, you know, this, that, the other. Um, he was like actively in contact uh, with the two other helicopters that were also like giving tours in that area. So it was really safe, totally responsible. Um, I, I was nervous about being in a plane that small, but I felt perfectly safe. Um, yeah, and like it was sunny. It was beautiful weather. We, beautiful, beautiful you weather. and I, because because the joke uh, originally was uh, we went to Iceland and I came back with a sunburn. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, because the Mrs. Play in her <clears throat> well-founded infinite wisdom in this one case Lots was of like, research. hey, uh, we're getting ready to start the wet season, uh, not quite the storm season, but not the dry yeah. season. Uh, so pack and, and like, it, honestly, guys, it was we packed reasonably. It was a couple flannels, things to keep you warm on a brisk fall day. Mm-hmm. We get there. Nah, you're looking at 65 degrees all day. It was every like day. 60. But super yeah. comfortable. Yeah. The majority of our I mean, the, the, our trip in its entirety was like. A low of 40, a high of probably genuinely 65. Yeah. Most of the time was in the low to mid 50s. Um, 
it was like wear a sweater and a, your rainproof jacket kind of thing not like bring your winter coat which is what i did and sweaters and everyone's like layer 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 and i'm like i'm gonna be outside the whole time i don't need layers and that's true when i was outside but as soon as i went inside like i was sweating <laughs> i was sweating so much because like all we had were like all i had was like merino wool sweaters which are like perfect for like thermal and keeping myself warm and keeping the stink down from the sweating. But boy, was I sweating. And I had like fleece leggings. I barely needed those. <laughs> yeah, I, I my flannel, I think it was the, yeah. the second day we hiked with the backpacks. And I was just like, you could just see the, the mark. It was the, like I was in the, the army wet, all over again. The wet. Like I just you could see that perfect yeah. silhouette. Yeah, um, I will say like always like, I mean, do, do do your research, but like Iceland, we what we had was a magical week. Um, we had like five days of just like sunshine or like there would be some clouds, but sparingly. And then like the last, the second to last day, the clouds rolled in. And um, the day that we left Friday, it actually like, did drizzle. Um, there was thick fog in several areas as we were going back to the airport. Um but like I mean the, the the warnings of like, hey, the the wind here, it's intense. Um, you go inside, you come out like an hour later from like a show or going through a museum, it's twenty degrees colder. Um, that's true. That is real. What we had was like an outlier experience, which I was again very grateful for because I took over seven hundred photos. I mean, I took they were on my phone. But I had Mr. Clay here. I'm like, take a picture of me over here. Take a picture like this. Don't do it from this angle. Like he, he was he was my photographer. I did take a fair amount of pictures. I don't know if you guys look at uh, if you're on the Discord, the Discord's got some pictures uh, that I posted yeah. and might get more if I tell Mrs. Clay, hey, sign on Discord and upload some photos. Yeah. Uh, but the yeah, so we we did the flyover. Uh, honestly fantastic um, experience all the way around, mm -hmm. especially for me, like on I've jumped out of planes that small and that feels safe, mm -hmm. but uh, just like, no, nah, just sit in this plane this small uh, does not feel. Yeah, look outside. Yeah. Um, but no, it was, it was, he was very knowledgeable. Uh, our, our guide, our pilot, uh, our pilot, our pilot guide, uh, very, very knowledgeable, very kind. Uh, and yeah, it was definitely, I, I think if it would have been erupting, I would have been like, we need to, whatever we need to do, we need to figure out a way to walk there. Like, mm -hmm get get close to that mm -hmm. um we did learn that like the biggest issue they had was people walking on freshly cooled lava yeah on the lava field where um it's black so it's not molten anymore it's black and you're like oh yes this is a solid surface false it might be solid on like the surface surface but even like four inches down it could still be like molten magma and so tourists are going out there taking pictures and they're like look at me i'm on the magma um but like that that's a great way to die yeah it can take weeks or months in some instances for that stuff to cool completely to like support the weight of a human and the general rule was like don't stand on the black stuff yeah it definitely reminded me of like ice don't like don't like yeah. you know checking ice so that was uh, a really really fun experience um and definitely a fantastic alternative to nine miles on their sleep yeah <laughs> thank you um i care about us i'm glad you did after that we headed to Reykjavik downtown because you wanted to try i wanted to try a uh icelandic hot dog mm -hmm. now guys i can get waxingly poetic about hot dogs uh 
like uh, Mrs. Play knows, I will be like, hey, this week we're doing ballpark hot dog style. Mm-hmm. Like all the dirty water stuff I can I can throw on it, peppers, onions, the works. Uh, so I had a friend who, uh, an acquaintance who was like, hey, I'm actually dating someone from Iceland. And I was like, oh, if you, my, my wife and I are going, like if you know anyone that are, that, that is truly, like if she knows anything, like, hey, what should we try? Like give yeah. us food, my wife loves food. And he's like, look, this is going to sound stupid. Uh, I signed a hot dog. Get the hot dog. <clears throat> Get the hot dog. Trust me, you won't regret it. And then uh, another Discord server I'm on uh, with Tyler, who's doing the show uh, with us. They have a friend from Iceland as well. And they were also like, no, dude, seriously, get the hot dog. Mm-hmm. Uh, so an Icelandic hot dog has lamb. The meat is prim- yeah, The lamb. meat is lamb. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is a spicy mustard, mm-hmm. a sweeter ketchup fried onions um and then raw onions and there's one other brown sauce that i don't think is the ketchup and not the mustard it's got like two types of mustard two types of uh of uh onions and let me tell you you bite into this thing it is mommy bomb it is absolutely delectable it is from this little tiny shop uh in Reykjavik. like it is a it literally looks like a converted shed mm-hmm. it's about that size and i yeah, I absolutely was smitten uh, because we hadn't eaten. So we got like two hot dogs a piece and a Coke Zero. And oh, let me tell you. That was lunch. <laughs> that was lunch. And it was so worth it. And um, it's probably like the cheapest food item you can order. Order, yeah. Um, Bill, uh, they even had the boast. Bill Clinton went there and had a hot dog there. Yeah. Um, so it was it was it was it was fantastic. It Everyone, if, if someone's ever said Icelandic hot dog, you know what? I might have a new way to make hot dogs at home. Uh, if I can find lamb hot dogs. Yeah. It's it's lamb with like a mixture of like pork and beef. Oh, yeah. okay. Um, I pulled up the ingredients because I wanted to make sure I was like, we were rattling it off correctly. You were right. Um, white onions, the crispy fried onions, ketchup, sweetened brown mustard, and a remoulade. Remo- oh, the remoulade. Okay, Rem- so that's yeah. the... That's like a relish. Yeah, it was a, a sauce made with mayo, capers, mustard, and herbs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah, and that was absolutely delightful. It looked weird. Because, like, you know, like a hot dog is kind of like a brownishy red, and then to have, like, a little drizzle of, like, this, uh, to be honest, to me it was not an appetizing color of brown. Strip sauce, I don't know how I think I that was the ketchup. I thought uh, that the white sauce came in vermilion. I could be wrong. I don't remember. It was, it doesn't matter. It was It, it was, was really, it was... I was pleasantly surprised. It was it was a umami bomb. It was delicious and again quite affordable. And it came out fast because um, like, I was still wearing like my travel clothes. I was not fit to be seen yeah, in yeah. a finer establishment. So it was just like here, stand in line, shove this in your face, keep rolling. And it's uh, this one will be my mom, my hometown. There's a there's a French fry place mm-hmm. known as uh, Thrashers, and there are lines that stretch for blocks to go there and this was the like this line wraps around same vibe so like and even the fact that people that were like hey i'm local from here still go here still get this it's amazing Mm -hmm. um yeah so we did that and then then we took off to the peninsula then we took off to the peninsula and the peninsula again be kind to me i'm trying my best um this nice nice peninsula no you're saying it wrong. Well, I, I understand. I kept on saying Snyder's Nest. I know that's it's not Snyder's Nest. 
And I, I'm Snifle's still... Snifle's Ness. No. Schneifel. Okay. You're right. This is I'm a place I correct. More correct than I am, probably. More correct than you. I am less wrong. <laughs> That's um Yeah, so we went out there, had a fantastic um Yeah, we Mike we, Hotel. 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 Yeah, it was like it was like a hotel with a and a ca- a cafe attached on, on on that peninsula on the entire like southern end. They're really we're there on a Sunday. Caveat. Most establishments, cafes, um, a lot of restaurants are not open on Sundays. I forgot to research that little tip. Um, but thankfully at the hotel where we stayed at, it had a cafe attached. Um, and so we were able to check, like we were, got there just after check-in time. We were able to check in. We got delicious food. But we, we didn't have a lot of groceries. So when we were like driving around on Sunday, like we got quite hangry, but I'm getting a little bit ahead of ourselves myself. It was a small, like single room hotel. I would put it at like maybe 300 square feet. I'm being generous. It was less than that. Um, you had enough room for like your, your essentials, mm-hmm. um, of note. They don't have air conditioning in Iceland. You just kind of like crack open a window and call it good. Um, it's quite warm in your rooms otherwise, which would like be perfect in an Icelandic winter. But when we were there in September, I was like low key melting. Um, they have a fitted sheet over the mattress, but then they give you like a duvet. There isn't a sheet, which is just something else like I'd never encountered before. Um, so that just took a little bit of, of trial and error falling asleep that first night of like, how do I appropriately thermoregulate? I did not have that issue the first night. You didn't know you were exhausted. I was just, I was so done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He took a 20 minute nap in the car before the flight because he did not sleep on the flight. Yeah, before we toured the volcano site, I I slept for 20 minutes. Yeah. Um, You actually, you actually had to drive us pretty much out there. You almost like, you like, I nodded. I nodded off. I'm like, are you okay? You're like, yeah, I'm okay. I'm like, okay, let me rephrase this. Guys, should I drive for you? Guys, if you're tired. And pull over. Don't pull over. Don't 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 be stupid. Yeah, he's like, I've I'm made fine. plenty. I'm I've like made plenty of trips like that. It, just because I can do it doesn't mean I should. Yeah. So let that be a lesson to you. Please drive safely. Uh-huh. Um. So we did. We got there. Hotel was excellent. Mm-hmm. Um. Probably would have been our best night to catch the northern lights. I think that's one of. Two that's th- when the fog rolled in. Oh, did it roll in? Oh yeah. yeah a the, of times it was. Now. It was foggy because I woke up at nine p.m. I was awake from like night night about nine thirty to eleven. Um, and it was very foggy, but the night previous before we landed, um, apparently the Northern Lights had been like stunning Stunning right there and really active. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, so that was really good. Uh, the cafe was great. Breakfast was, Mm -hmm. uh, extra, extra delicious. One of the things that I've we noticed there when they do breakfast sandwiches, uh, like a lot of times here in the States, it's like a scrambled egg or like a, a non-flipped omelet, I'm gonna call it, where it's the like it looks like you'd be making an omelet or scrambled mm-hmm. eggs, just don't break it up. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what you put on your breakfast sandwich. Uh, over there, it was a lot of like finely sliced hard-boiled eggs. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you got that with like your locks. It was it was really tasty. Yeah, you had um, a couple of protein options. Uh, so that was often on there. Right. Uh, but then after that first day, uh, you and I went out to the cave, uh, or the lava tube, I should call it. That niche. Vat Michelier. V A T N S H E L L I R. Which is the is the 
is the entrance uh, for literary purposes. It is the cave entrance mm -hmm. that uh, Jules Verne described uh, in Journey to the Center of the Earth, which mm -hmm. I started reading to get ready for this. Yeah. Um, uh, and it's a lava tube. Yeah, and I wanted to like, go through a lava tube, so I found the one with like a literary reference in order to draw you in. Yep, uh, and it was it was it was quite uh, stunning. Mm -hmm. The for those of you if you've been on in the states uh, and you're used to like for us uh, outside DC we have Luray Caverns and it's a huge one. Um, Uh, it, it's it's a huge one that we that we have, uh, and this cave was inc incredibly different. Um, yeah, like instead of having, I'm sorry, do you move? no, go ahead, go, okay. go go ahead. So instead of having the calcium deposits for like the stalactites, stalagmites, and stuff, you you, it's really just like big empty caverns with like lava on the walls, kind of coming down and kind of, but more of like a V shape around you, um, and then you could see it almost looked like someone took like like a metal brush or like a shoe shine like brush and and right around like from knee to floor height is like single brush stroke so you could it looked like like scratch marks and that's where like the um lava river <laughs> you're like we can tell how fast it was going we can tell that like lava had been here for a while and there's a lava river it's like that was really cool there were there were two um lava Stalag mites. mites. Might reach yeah, the ceiling. Yeah, tight is is ceiling. Hold on tight. Yeah, and might is you might trip over it. And that's the no. That's how we remember it. Um, but there were some like lava little stalagmites. I say a little, as Mister Play said, it's not Luray Cavern. So anything like you know under a two story building that's as wide as a car is small to me. Um, I'm spoiled. Yeah. Um, but it also doesn't have, like, at least ours, didn't have lights in it either. Um, yeah, because it's in a national park, there is no interior lighting. There really weren't, like, handrails. There's two spiral staircases that did have handrails, but as you're, like, navigating around, it was just, like, spikes with a rope attached to kind of, like, hey, stay within this area. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. uh, and that was absolutely fantastic. Uh I'll make sure to like plug the the name of it there, so that way you guys can can see that. I don't want to spoil because they. I thought the when you get to the deepest part, the guide she did something really really cool to like really show off the cave, um, and just because I I personally thought it was quite magical, Special. um, I won't spoil that because okay. cliffhanger, go to Iceland, um, and then after that, you and I also. Uh, there were these columns because uh, they weren't quite mountains. They looked like really big rocks on the coast that you and I had driven by. And we had learned uh, while on this this uh, this lava cave tour that they were actually the internal tubes that come out that, they, that lava comes out of in a volcano. So like if you were to strip away all the mountain around it. Mm -hmm. These are the tubes the lava like came up and out over. So you and I hiked. It was probably about a mile and a half mm -hmm. to go see tubes uh, that were volcanoes. Yeah, it used to be part of a volcano. The rest of it had eroded away. This structure was like literally 
at the e- one of the edges of the peninsula. On the other side is just a like, cliff and ocean. Um, so to just like erode it away over time. And so you have like these three little, like little fingers going into the sky. Um, and I'd seen them before, just like other people's photos. I'm like, I want to get close to that if we can. And I knew there was a lookout point. Um, but when we parked, as Mr. Play just said, it was like, oh, hey, you know, like 750 meters this way. Um, so that was really cool. Like we got to get like... You go could, up and touch it. <laughs> yeah, you could go up and touch it. Yeah, and, marked, stay on the marked trails. Yeah, uh, when you guys go to like uh, to to Iceland, uh, one of the Mrs. Play put it put it very lovely and eloquently. Uh, <laughs> you don't fuck with the flora, the fauna, the food, or the speed limit. Yeah, uh, that's a hit all right there. I didn't really include food. Food. What was the yeah. other thing? I thought there was, was, it was like flora, fauna, fauna, speed limit. Yeah. Um, or the weather. <laughs> the one that messes with you but it so when we drove by it, it looked kind of like a, a small rocky outcropping mm-hmm. like it didn't look super you weren't impressed i was not i was impressed i was, impressed. I was not I was imp- in awe so we, we were driving by and this <laughs> was know, like, so nice to me uh this was this place like i want to go out and i'm like okay and we get there and she's, i'm like hey look at the a trail out there she's like we're taking the trail yeah like scrapping the rest of the day let's just take this trail <laughs> and you get up on it because you're like 750 meters that's a that's a decent chunk back mm-hmm. and one of the things this country will do for being such a tiny nation it will be like we'll hold your beer go walk up to that 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 very young mountain right there in its prime and you want to talk about feeling small these things were old mm-hmm. and i was like oh i still i still feel very very small mm-hmm. looking up at it and it, it was stunning um all the basalt columns and things like that yeah incredible weather a beautiful day um and just being able to walk close to the cliff line on our way back up to the viewpoint and just being in the shoulder seat season like we weren't competing with all the masses of tourists so just being able to like take our time and not feel rushed and not have to like compete for photo opportunities um because again, I was in my glory. Like, take a photo of me here. Take a photo of me there. Now, like, from this angle, like, I was, I was having an absolute blast and just tr- truly in in awe of these structures. Because I'd only ever seen them like on TV before. Because I'm a nerdy little kid that watched a lot of Nat Geo as a child on the Discovery Channel. Um, but we hit that up. Uh, we went to a beach that it was known for having harbor seals we saw two harbor seals as we walked around um we backtracked a little bit and went to a waterfall i know there's plenty of waterfalls tag the we'll tag the names it was like very easy to like park and maybe a mile up you could probably like hike all the way elevation gain up to the falls but at that point like it was past lunchtime it was every bit of like 1 o'clock and we hadn't eaten since since breakfast around 7 30 um so our stomachs were empty but we were still like in control of ourselves so we hadn't devolved into hangry monsters i'm really just referring to myself here um and so we we walked maybe a half mile we wanted to get close to the waterfall take some photos but we knew if we hiked all the way up where like the elevation gain like really kicked in like we would not 
be good people yeah. <laughs> when we came back down. I'm like, not the same people that returned. So, uh, yeah. Um, and actually, because that's where we ran out of water. Um, you guys want to talk yeah. about some bougie things. You, you, we spend five, six dollars for a bottle like Fiji Waikiki water mm -hmm. here. Nah, you go to Iceland, just stick your bottle in the, yes. in the stream. Yep. Uh, in this place, like tastes like wet rocks. Um, yeah, that that water that in that particular stream had a bit had a higher minerality. But in general, like Icelandic water is some of the best, most purified, clean, delicious water you can drink in the entire world. Yeah. And so did that. I think I filled up twice because I chugged two of those. Mm -hmm. um, and it was it was great. I, I, I'm a huge fan of just sticking a bottle into a stream um, to get the water out of it. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, that was really good. And then you and I headed north. Uh, so same day. Um, yeah, we headed ultimately northeast because I wanted to visit Kirkjafell Kirk Mountain. Kirkjafell? I might have misspelled it on my phone. Anyway, this particular mountain, when you Google like Iceland, it's one of the top landscapes that you see. The mountain kind of looks like an arrowhead. It is the most photographed mountain in Iceland. Um, so we got to park there and I got to take have photos taken of me because Mr. Play is like, ah, oh, yes, it is another mountain. Um, but I, I was in awe. I'm like, I'm seeing the thing in real life that I've only ever seen in pictures and on TV before. So I was having a moment, like, constantly. Yeah. Um, I, that one, you're right. I wasn't as... I also think at that point I was starting to, like, you become devolved. hungry. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so, yeah. But we is, were, like, five minutes away from a town. So yeah. Fine. So we went to a nice little town. Uh, got really bad burritos. I learned that I really like uh, Pink Lady Apples. They're delicious. Mm -hmm. Um, and then we actually got another hot dog stand, uh, mm -hmm. and had two very tasty hot dogs. I had like a Dorito hot dog and Mrs. Play had a not Dorito hot dog. Um, I had one with mushrooms and onions. Yeah. Mine had Doritos. Mm -hmm. Had a crunch to it. It was delicious. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. And then you and I turned around and drove the two and a half hours, two hours and 45 minutes back to Reykjavik. To Reykjavik to mm -hmm. check into our hotel. Mm-hmm. Um, where just like in Britain, we found the weird British cops channel. Uh, oh yeah, which yeah, yeah. by the way, if, it's uh, quaint. Yeah, it's it's really. You ever want to have a jarring experience? Just watch the British version of Cops, where you're like, "Oh, you actually help people." Um, and what they consider crimes. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like speeding on the highway, drunk driving, always a crime. But in the U.S., I mean, you know, you know how we are with our with our rules or lack thereof, and everyone has a gun, and you have to constantly worry about shootings. These guys, it was like, oh no, we found, and they call it they're like cannabis, like it's sinister, <laughs> like it's sinister. And, to be oh, fair, the guy had like five kilos of cannabis. Sure, for sure, for sure. Like, was it a lot? Absolutely. Um, but when they're like, oh, this cannabis, I'm like. Guys. This is a big bust even for me. Yeah, it was, uh, it was I'm like, oh dear. Um, so yeah, we, we did watch Compared that. to American problems. Yeah. I'm like, we did watch that. Um, and uh, we turned in early that night as well. Mm -hmm. um, that stay was actually really enjoyed that hotel. Um, I think that's where we also learned. Uh, so 
everything in Iceland is actually geothermal. I think that they said when we got there, one of the tourists are like, 90% of the nation's energy mm-hmm. is geothermal and renewable resources, including all of their water. So when you go to uh, an Icelandic hotel or you live in Iceland, um, for those of you who don't, their cold water and their hot water comes from very, very different places. So one of the things that they'll tell you is like, if you're going to cook and let's say you were cleaning dishes mm-hmm. with the hot water, they'll tell you run the cold water for a good 30 seconds to like minute and a half to flush out a sulfur-esque smell and taste because the hot water comes geothermally. Mm-hmm. Uh, and to your preference, uh, Mrs. Play and I do, uh, after the military, I love a very long, hot Hollywood shower. Same. And Without the military, that's just who I am. Uh, whereas, <laughs> uh, so... When we were there, it was a bit of an adjustment where the water for us for a while would get like lukewarm and it would pulse like, oh, it's a little warm. Now it's cold. Oh, it's a little warm. Now it's cold. Uh, And that's been that was probably the the biggest uh, adjustment that. That we had to get used to uh, that we had at that uh, at that particular hotel. Mm -hmm. Um, The next day. The next day, mm-hmm. uh, you and I went and hiked the National Park. We did. We hiked in Thing there, which is part of the Golden Circle. It's about 45 minutes from Reykjavik. Um, really easy to park. A lot of the places, a lot of the main tourist attractions in Iceland require paid parking. And they'll like take a picture of your license plate in advance. And if you don't pay, then it just gets tacked onto your like rental car bill at the end. So pay for parking. Um but just did a lot of hiking, I think, there. We probably did, like, three, four miles in total. Yeah, I think it was, it was like paved. It's all, like, there, there was an area of, like, high elevation, and then you go down um, through, like, the glacier melt, slow-moving rivers. But what makes thing there so interesting is that you're walking in between, like, the continental divides, so to speak, um, between, like, the North American tectonic plate shelf and the Eurasian plate shelf and um iceland is still seismically active and especially with the volcanoes earthquakes and stuff like that um the country is like slowly about like a centimeter two centimeters a year tearing itself apart (laughs) north to south so you have these fissures that develop um in and around like all over the island but especially obviously in the tectonic plates and so they have a national park there and so it's a big deal to get to like walk around and like you know touch the tectonic plates like that's a really cool thing to be able to say yeah so instead of like wandering around Reykjavik um because the town is quite small um especially the downtown area and a lot of it the shops have become really geared towards tourism that's like one of their largest forms of um capital in the country is, is is tourist dollars and that's not really my jam um and there were there were a couple of museums but they just it wasn't speaking to me so we went hiking instead and had a really wonderful time yes mm-hmm. i had a great time in thing beer mm-hmm. um yeah it was it was a very fun walk uh it, it honestly like you you walked like right up the side of a tectonic plate and then you mm-hmm. walked right down in the area between mm-hmm. um and so that was 
that was genuinely yeah fresh water waterfalls yeah not um, too many people no uh even like when the the buses we did go in a shoulder season so like instead of being eight buses it was like two buses yeah uh a so, lot of people unloaded we're like Ugh, how do we get away um but one of the things that uh, i learned a little bit later was that uh iceland is really young uh like the actual landmass uh we're talking yeah geologically it's young uh, we're talking that that area was formed post uh dinosaur extinction so that's just to me like that's that's like oh but the dinosaurs were hundreds of thousands or how Milli- long ago? millions is it millions Mi- many many millions okay millions of years ago mm-hmm. and this this rock this uh basalt island i guess mm-hmm. is nah just super duper young and yeah maybe only a couple of million instead of like t- maybe only tens of millions instead of hundreds, hundreds of, millions. of millions so it was yeah. just a, a really uh interesting factoid factoid mm-hmm. uh and to like be walking around in it um uh was was really really uh exciting to me uh learned all about the the lichen which is the moss that grows everywhere it's not a moss it's uh, moss like it's moss like it's like a fern uh has a couple different descriptors but it's Mm -hmm. it grows everywhere it looks soft you don't touch it because you can damage it yep Uh, so i think you call it a pioneer species Mm -hmm. uh to get the area ready for later growth of other flora um yeah so i I had a great time uh in uh thing beer and then back to Reykjavik. you and i went back to Reykjavik because we did a food tour we did yeah the uh Reykjavik local food tour it's like the it is the by like a thousand trip advisor votes most top rated food tour in Reykjavik. yep uh we had a fantastic guy named uh day day he has an icelandic name yeah (laughs) that means day means day and he was Mm fantastic i will post links to his stuff as well because shout out to him he was an absolutely stunning stunning Mm -hmm. uh tour guide uh host Mm -hmm. i'm gonna call him Mm -hmm. uh Mm -hmm. took us to a place five different places five different places the first Mm -hmm. place we went to was uh, a an icelandic restaurant that was well off the beaten path where the locals would have gone gone and we got a lamb ribeye with a parsnip puree mm-hmm. uh some uh, blanched vegetables uh as well as a drizzle um and it was it was fantastic uh i'm I used to be a bit of a a person who's like i can't eat bambi or i can't eat lamb chop but now let me tell you i could eat both of those just fine and that was the way like if you would ever have lamb it's the best way to try it um so day took us there he did a great job of being like hey everyone introduce yourselves uh so it spurred conversation aside from just having mm-hmm. you know awkward tour group things where it's like oh we ate our food now we're going back to wherever yeah um parson pierre's broccoli he also okay so i'm rattling all this off now because um day did provide us the the name and what we ate at each of the locations oh, okay yeah um, so from there, we went to a local Icelandic pub, mm-hmm. uh, which is very traditional Iceland, uh, Iceland, uh, where they uh, only play Icelandic music. They have Icelandic spirits, Icelandic beer. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did do the Q 
cube of fermented shark. Mm-hmm. Uh, one that one think, centimeter cube. Yep, uh, which is what I think Anthony Bourdain did in No Reservations. Yeah, and uh, Andrew Zim- Zimmerman's done it as well. Like maybe not that exact. It ra- it ranges in, in like a potency of fermentation. Yes. We had a, a more like medium mild version. Yeah. yeah, we still did it. Um, it was it was good. Uh, we learned. Uh, Day was very kind to explain that. You know, once a year, uh, generally uh, January, February timeframe, at least with his family. I think most families, he said, in Iceland, they will have a similar version of what we had. Uh, And it's just kind of a way to, hey, this is what our ancestors ate. So we're going to do this to remember, you know, back when this is what we had to eat. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, honor food traditions. Food traditions. Um, Nick got us on it here with garlic and honey. Um, which I realize is mm-hmm. very different, but it was honoring food traditions. It was a really cool. Uh, it was, it was a, like I said, it was just the way he explained it. Like when he was like, "All right, we're all going to try this. We're all going to do this together." You, ha- you have to chew it five times. Uh, it was very, very uh, like personal, and he did a great job mm-hmm. at mm-hmm. making that personal. Yeah, um, we also tried one of the Icelandic white ales, and it was very crisp. And light, delicious. It actually reminded me a lot of a Kolsch, if you've had that. Um, that was really yummy. And then also at that same bar, we had the traditional Icelandic meat soup. So we had a, a lamb soup. It was a tomato base. It was a lot like a beef stew. But this was one of the best stews I've ever had. It was so flavorful and comforting. It's exactly what I would crave on like rainy, cold weather. Like it, it was perfect. It was an outstanding dish with like little accompaniment of bread. Yes, I, yeah, that 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 lamb stew. I I think about it often, and it <laughs> it is quite. I, it, it it's one of those things where Mrs. Play, I guess she summed up perfectly is like you know it's you. And the way Day explained it uh, was everyone in Iceland has this soup recipe. Um, it's kind of one of those things where you could go to like half those people's houses and probably get a chicken noodle soup recipe here in the states, and you go there and you could get this beef, this this meat stew recipe, and everyone's gonna be like, no, this is how my grandmother made it. You know, it it's delicious. You you have it this way. Um, and from there, you remember the next place more. All I know is that it was a taco and it was tasty. Yeah. But I I'm not. I don't remember what it was. It was. It's a it's a crustacean. It's not a prawn, and it's not a lobster. Like it's somewhere in between in terms of size, um, and I don't remember what it's called, obviously, because that would be helpful. Um, but it's that taco. It was a fried that fried crustacean taco um, on a chickpea tortilla with date puree, pickled red onion, lime, and parmesan. And the parmesan sounds weird with that, but it was like the perfect addition of salt, and it was like freshly grated parmesan, so it like kind of like melted on the tongue as you were eating. It was delicious. Like these two cute little tacos, like the tortilla itself might have been four inches yeah, in it was diameter. Yeah, no bigger than my hand. Yeah. They were it, really small and super cute, and I loved them. I think that was that to me. That was the most surprising meal. Agreed. Like it was agreed. It, it was so good to have that. Mm-hmm. Um, after that, we went back down to that local spot. 
and the had Icelandic a, hot dogs. another Icelandic hot dog mm-hmm. because of course, and that's where I got to learn that Bill Clinton tried there. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> and that's where Day explained like the remoulade, the the mustards, the ketchup, fried onions, mm-hmm. raw onions. The only way to have a hot dog anymore, and the fact that it was primarily lamb, um, which, like I said, great job. Uh, and after that, we went to a place that does uh, that's a dessert. Mm-hmm. Um, They're primarily known for their cakes. And we got to try what is known as a first date cake. Uh, the first date cake is a white sponge cake uh, with a buttercream icing. Vanilla cream. Vanilla cream icing. Mm-hmm. I was so close. You were. A homemade jam mm-hmm. and nuts. Caramelized nuts. Yep. Caramelized nuts in the back. Um, now, this is known as their first date cake. Uh, because what would happen here is when people would go on dates, they would come in and they would order that cake mm-hmm. and they would split that date, that cake between the two people they're dating. Mm-hmm. Um, now, as people have gotten older, one of the things that the restaurant noticed was the same people would come back like five years later, you know, married, have kids out on a date night and come back and get this first date cake. Um, and they also did, uh, they had thermoses on the table with, coffee in them and guys when i tell you like it's the most quintessential this thermos you'd throw in a a picnic basket Mm -hmm. with this cake and they they leaned into it and i i was absolutely smitten i was very smitten with like that kind of tradition Mm -hmm. feel like me taking you back to dumpsters yeah it was it was very touching it was very cozy inside um and even like all of a little bit tangential, but all of their sweets are not nearly as sweet as what we have in the States. Like, my stomach didn't hurt afterwards. and It, w- it was delicious. Um, oh, if you didn't like coffee, you could also order hot chocolate. Oh, God, so, like, we can go was, into their hot chocolate, too. It that was, was so good. It was so good. Like, I, I highly recommend that food tour. Um, afterwards, our guide took a photo of us outside. Um, and then within two hours three hours of wrapping up the tour um we had our picture that he had taken of us um the restaurants that we went to here's the address here's the name here's what you had as well as like five recommendations to like other restaurants to try that he personally recommended like it was it was a complete experience yeah uh the guy's name is day like i said i'll probably post his instagram because Mm -hmm. Uh, he does other entrepreneurial work, and I, I, I look forward to watching and seeing what he does with that. Yeah. Um, we also went to the church yes. in Iceland mm-hmm. uh, with Leif Erikson. Yes. Uh, now, for those of you guys who don't know, Leif Erikson is the person that found Iceland, Greenland, America, uh, before Christopher Columbus, which is what is very heavily thrown on the uh, United States. It's... it's very heavily pushed in our curriculum that it is Christopher Columbus who discovered America. Um, and so Leif Erikson, for most of us here in the States, is happy Leif Erikson day from Spongebob. Yinga dinga dergen. Um, and uh, so we went to a church uh, that the has... Church. The church. That has a memorial to Leif Erikson out front of it. Um, we got to go up in the cathedral bells. Mrs. Play was very kind in getting letting us or getting us out of there uh like two minutes before they started going off yeah the bell the bells toll every 15 minutes yeah and you can be in the bell tower i'm sure it'd be deafening and mr play was like 
visibly not excited. Um, we got the pictures of it. Like, it's a great yeah. view. It's just I didn't want to. Uh-huh. And we bought a, our Christmas ornaments from the vestibule the sh- gift shop. If you guys are ever traveling and you're like, oh, what do I what do I want to get to remember this place of? Um, for those of you who celebrate uh, Christmas and or do like your own Yule thing where you still decorate a tree or something, highly recommend Christmas ornaments. They are relatively inexpensive and it's one of those uh, Mrs. Play put it very well when we were coming back. It's like a guaranteed way to remember something that you did. Um, and you, you, you do it pretty much once a year, uh, you know, when you uh, decorate your tree. Mm-hmm. So we did get our Christmas ornament there. And the next day, the next day. So do the next day, one more night, a couple more episodes of British cops mm-hmm. but the next day. Oh, Yep, no, so sorry, right next day. Sorry. I was thinking about that pizza. I'm looking at my notes. I was thinking of that pizza. I was like, oh no, next day, pizza. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next day, you got to snorkel. Yep, we went back to Thing There. Um, and I snorkeled in, it's called Sulfra Fissure. And it's the fissure in between the two tectonic plates and it is filled with like, gl- uh, with glacier water. Um, the water flows underground from a glacier and comes up in um, Thingver National Park and it's like maybe 40, 44 degree water. Um, I elected to wear a dry suit so I could have like fleece leggings and like shirt and wool socks underneath and they put you in like a quilted jumpsuit so to speak Mm -hmm. and then you put on your dry suit and then they take... um, I don't want to call them zip ties because they weren't zip ties, but they, they help like seal off um, your, oh, the your elastic hands. Cinches. Yeah, the elastic cinches. And mm-hmm. then like even around your neck to make sure like water doesn't come into your suit. Um, we don't want people to be sad. So the only things that are like really, really directly exposed, like and you're even wearing gloves, but like your gloves aren't waterproof, um, but they do help. The, they do help your hands to be less cold. Like you, you are not warm in this water. You are just less cold. The uh, to give you guys a bit of a, a rundown here on how these work. So a dry suit, as Mrs. Play says, it keeps you dry. So what happens is what you get in there with, um, like for me, it gave, it gives me a it'll give me a claustrophobic like panic attack because what you are essentially doing is whatever you have on, we are you are cinching it to your body mm-hmm. and it keeps the air that is around you as well as your body at its core temperature. It is good for going into very, very cold waters. However, it does not, it's like a guaranteed almost 30 minutes mm-hmm. um, that you will be warm. A wetsuit, which is a little bit different here, um, allows water to pass through the permeable membrane. Uh, so that way when water comes in contact with your body, your body heats it up. And as long as you are staying relatively still, your body heat will make the water around you um, in contact with you warmer where the suit is holding it. Mm-hmm. Um, so Mrs. Play, her gloves were wetsuit. Um, the rest of her suit was dry and it gave you 30 minutes to go swim yeah. in glacier water. So we had, I had a snorkel and like you just like float at the top. Um, the water current is like lazy river kind of speed. So there really isn't even any like active swimming involved. Like you needed to like move forward and you eat, on your own like faster than the river was carrying you then you could just like frog kick um 
because like you're you're so buoyant like the uh just like your normal flutter kick like it, it's a wasted energy um so yeah it, like you can the water is again crystal clear it's fresh water and you can just like look around in front of you it's at 80 feet like yeah at, at its deepest it's about 80 feet um you can see all the way to the bottom um all that grows there is like two different kinds of algae and one of the algaes looked looked like lime green silly string uh, so that was just different. I've never seen anything like that. And you just like move very carefully. Um, and it was so beautiful and quiet and peaceful and very cold. Oh my gosh. Like my face, the first like 30 seconds to a minute, like it, I almost felt like I was developing a headache around my forehead because of like how cold the water was. But like you just like lay there until your face goes numb and then it's fine. Um, but thoroughly enjoyed it. And afterwards we had delicious hot chocolate. Um, it was a really good time. Is there anything you want to add? No, no. And then what do we do next? What do we do next? It was like one of your favorite parts of the entire trip. What do we do next? We went to the hot spring. We went to a hot spring. We did. I got to cross that off my uh, weeb bucket list. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the things going to Japan was like, oh, we're going to do the private hot spring because... I have a fair amount of ink, mm-hmm. and we went to a place where that didn't matter. I could have all the ink I wanted. Yeah. And uh, so, uh, can I can I guess about the hot spring place? Can I give a little bit of yeah, go ahead. information? Yeah. Part? Okay, so this is not the Blue Lagoon. This one is on the Golden Circle, about like another 45, 30-ish minutes from Thingvir. Um, it's like less than half the cost of Blue Lagoon because um, it is less known. And highly recommend. Okay, over to you. Okay. Tell us about the hot spring. So hot spring, uh, one of the uh, common core things that you need to do when it comes to hot springs is one, you shower beforehand. Mm -hmm. So Mrs. Play had booked it previously. We got towels. Mm -hmm. Uh, You go into the hot spring. uh, You go into a locker room, changing room. I got locker 117. I just felt like I need to share that because I'm a Halo (laughs) fan. Um, And so you you go in there, you take a shower before you go to the hot springs because you want to get all of your, you know, stuff bunk. yeah off your waters stank, to be clean it's it's onsen rules yeah so you take a shower um it's locker room style so like if you are like oh, i haven't done this since high school or in my case the military it, it can be a little bit shocking since just people walking around you know naked uh you go take a quick shower there's not like privacy stalls shower it's fine and then you throw your trunks and you go out to the hot spring they had four different hot springs uh they had the first one we got into which is a mineral one has chlorine in it um as well as other minerals they have like a lazy river kind of one it was that long one where the kids were oh it wasn't a lazy river it was almost like yeah like more of a kids pool shallow area yeah right Um, you can lay in the water and stuff but you're not submerged yeah it was but it was longer um they have a natural one which has these beautiful lava stones and you can sit on them like and relax uh, and then they have an extra hot. Now, the whole thing actually overlooks uh, this lake. Beautiful okay. lake. Um, and you, one of the things that they'll tell you is like, hey, what we recommend doing, going here, get warmed up in the hot spring. Go into this lake and you're like, oh, we're by hot springs. It'll be, It'll it be fine. fine. It is that, fine. That lake is like 42 degrees and you go out and you dunk yourself and then you sitting there like i'd say sit there for a minute and a half two minutes what i would do 
and then get up and walk back to the hot spring and that hot spring would be like you're you'd feel the yeah the, needles the tingles as, in your legs yeah and it was absolutely fantastic it had a great mountain view mm-hmm. and i spent about two hours there like an hour like just over an hour really yeah it was really like an hour and 15 oh yeah you felt so rejuvenated you felt like it was longer I, yeah i felt like it, it was one of those things guys where like you always see the hot spring episode and like you know uh in, in any sort of anime um i told you about the one with a uh, full metal panic uh and like the main character comes out the i'm like i feel like a million bucks you know i there there was some credence to that and Mm -hmm. it was it was absolutely great i i loved it i would highly recommend like if you have a chance to go to a hot spring uh go ahead and do it this place was quiet um they the natural one i think like i said was was the preferred the the hot one was like yeah I liked it, but that was also like you have five minutes, then you probably should get out. Yeah, you that, the hot one was like hotter than most hot tubs hot. Yeah, um, but I I still enjoyed that. I I did not submerge myself into the cold lake. Like I got up to like waist high. I dunked myself real close, like up to my collar, and then was like I've done enough cold for the day. I did self for Fisher earlier. I have like earned my warm water and then like I shuffled myself back out into the yeah. into the hot spring. I, I did that about three times, I think. Yeah. Uh, back and Hell forth. Hell to the no. And it was it was great. You go in that cold water and it will instantly wake you up and your muscles get nice and tense, like waiting, trying to keep you warm and stuff. And then you walk back into the, the, the spot and I would sit. Mrs. Play found all the flat rocks. I found all the curved ones. And <laughs> bumped his toes. Oh god, yeah. Um but you could sit and you could put your feet up uh, and just kind of recline and let the water tension hold your arms up and you just, just float away with that. Just mm-hmm. float away with warm. Yeah. Every time I looked over at you, your eyes were closed. Oh, God, I was <laughs> you were just vibing. So, uh, if they would have had lo-fi, the only way that could have been better. Mm-hmm. They just had lo-fi playing somewhere. Yeah. And there's there's a cafe attached to the hot spring and stuff so you can order food and drinks. Um, oh, I, I know that if I had like left you with a stack of books, you would have been fine all day. <laughs> yeah. Um, yep. Yeah, uh, we got a nice uh, crystal. Um, it's Icelandic seltzer water mm-hmm. with a watermelon flavored one. Very light, mild. Enjoyed yeah. that. There's also a sauna on site. We did not do that part, but it's I, I do love me some saunas, but yeah, that's the one thing that we we did mm-hmm. skip. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we went back to the hotel. No. No. No, we did something else. You want to because... know what we did instead? What do we do instead? We went to a geyser. We did go to the geyser. Mm-hmm. And we got great photos and a video of the yeah, geyser. We watched it. Yeah, watched it erupt like three times. And there was like two kind of like medium-ish size eruptions. And then the third one was like extra tall and beautiful and amazing and everything that I hoped it would be. Which was great because we were on the way to the geyser. And Miss Boy's like, yeah, the geyser should be up right up and- here. Now. And you just look over to the left. There's a mountain, right? And then all of a sudden, like part way through the mountain, I think it's that right there. And you just yeah. watch a cloud come up mm-hmm. and then fall. Mm-hmm. Uh, and after that, we went to the other falls. Yeah, we went to Golfos. Golfos. And Golfos um, is one of the, the most famous falls in Iceland. And it go- the water like pours down like into a gorge. It actually reminded me a lot of. Um, the Grand Canyon in that respect. It was just like this deep, rocky gorge. Obviously, the Grand Canyon is much deeper, but it was still like equally dramatic. And I've never been to the Grand Canyon. So I was just like, this is amazing. 
Um, it was getting to be evening-ish time, and with the sun behind us, there was like beautiful waterfalls like all over the place. Not waterfalls, excuse me, rainbows all over the place. I know my words. Um, yeah, and just like so, so many beautiful photos, and you could like there's a walk path down. Um, you could get really close, walk in the mist a little bit, but not behind the falls, and just like really admire the gorge. Not too busy. It was beautiful. Just like getting to be the end of the day after like doing so many incredible things like the the snorkeling, going to the hot springs, seeing a geyser, going to this magnificent waterfall. Like it, I was so tired, <laughs> but it was, it was so fulfilling. It was, it was a real like perfect day. Yeah. I. Uh, yeah, the falls were, were stunning. Mm-hmm. And then you and I. Then we went back. Then we went back to the hotel and ordered pizza. We got, yeah, the pizza was delicious. We got the, it was almost like a Yiddo pizza. So mm-hmm. it had like the garlic sauce, the white sauce, the chicken, the lamb, mm-hmm. everything you'd put on a good like kebab. And we had that and that was absolutely fantastic. Um, it, yeah, it was delicious. And they loaded it up with toppings. Like it, it was messy to eat, but it was absolutely delicious. That's kind of like that's kind of like some of the best food. Like this is it's going to be a mess. <laughs> Bring grab extra napkins, but it was it was filling. Yeah, uh, and that was that was absolutely absolutely outstanding. Yeah. Great way to end the day. Like didn't even shower because we'd showered when we were done with the hot spring before we put regular clothes back on. We're like time to go to sleep now. Went to sleep, and the next day we headed toward Vic. To Vic, good job. Um, so fun fact, uh. Vic means bay mm-hmm. in, in Icelandic. Um, Reykjavik actually means uh, smoky bay. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, as Day told us, it was probably just mist. So probably mm-hmm. shouldn't have called it, you know, smoky bay. It should be called misty bay. Yeah. That doesn't matter. A lot of the towns, though, you will come across will have Vic in the name because that being an island nation, mm-hmm. a lot of the township there's, is... There's a lot of bays. A lot of bays and a lot of like little towns mm-hmm. that are right there on the coast. So you have a lot of Vic's um vix and fells fells mm-hmm. near falls mm-hmm. um waterfalls mm-hmm. which is people falling uh so we headed out towards vic which is south and the most southern city in iceland i was about to say that and i was like don't say that because you're nope, sound nope, stupid. nope you're right okay the most yeah. southern uh city there and the drive to me was probably the second best part of of the trip um as this place said we lucked out we did not really have the rain the the fog uh but you're driving along the coast and the coast starts winding down uh so you're going down all these mountain roads and it would look like a sea of clouds below you coming down these mountain roads I'm not like, oh, there's like a fog bank down there. I am I'm when I when I say this, I want you to take the big fluffy clouds you see in the sky and now put it below you. And the, like it looked like you won the Final Fantasy airship scene where the, the airship comes up and it bursts through the clouds that like sails at that comfortable cloud height and just floats along the clouds with it. Like it looked like you could have put Final Fantasy ships there and start photoshopping them in. And Everyone would be like, nope, that's 
that's obviously what happened. It was that kind of picturesque. This is inspired designs and fantasy novels. And, uh, you know, as I just said, uh, Final Fantasy airships. Mm-hmm. Um, I was I was so smitten and blown away by that. Uh, and we took that all the way down to Vic because eventually you do get into the cloud bank, but mm-hmm. it cannot be stated enough how beautiful I thought that cloud bank was. <clears throat> so then we get to Vic. Oh, no, we stopped at two waterfalls on the way. Oh, we did. And One again. I ran into. Yes, um, we went to Solansfoss, and that's the one where you can like go behind the waterfall. Um, that one was really cool. Again, paid parking, but the crowds weren't too bad. Everyone was like every second, like photo, 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 photo. So there's a little bit more like negotiating around people, but it was still like very doable, very special. I had a great time. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we went to Skogafoss, which is the one Mr. Play like damn near like ran into the falls um he was not wearing waterproof things but he's like here hold my stuff and it was like water cell phone keys to the uh rental car and he's like off he goes um and there were so so many people it was one of those like very classic like uh instagram versus reality (laughs) moments like everyone is standing in the same place trying to get the same photo at the same time um, and Not there was people walked into the fall though. There's well, like, yeah, every, everyone was standing like healthy away because they weren't wearing waterproof everything. And ah. neither were you. You had your vesties and like some like rain resistant pants, but you were in flannel and you're like, fuck it. Um, got some really great photos of you, and you yep. can get like really appreciate the scale of the falls, like Chris for scale. Um, and honestly, like walking up to those falls, it's one of those things where you're walking up to it and you get close and you're like, oh, this isn't stuff. This is fine, whatever. And then you get another two feet and you get buffeted by the actual force of water hitting mm-hmm. the earth. Uh-huh. But, and you like, it was like, put your hand up like you're walking into a sandstorm level, you know, gusts and you were just walking into it until I got to the actual. I, I did not go like into the pool because like, I, don't, I don't have waterproof boots. I didn't have waterproof pants. So I didn't walk into it, but I got like I could reach out my hand and touch the fall and be like, I did the thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't was, realize you got that close. You looked yes. very small. I yes, I was very close and I could reach out and touch where the falls like it was the very bare edge of it, but I could touch the falls. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was super cool. You came uh, back with a huge grin on your face. I did. You, you have to. Mm-hmm. Um, so we did that. Yep um and then hurried our way to vic because we had a uh ice cave tour scheduled for twelve thirty. so even though we left ricky vic at a respectable hour with the stops and stuff and just the drive itself it's like two and a half hours two mm-hmm. hours 15 minutes from ricky vic to vic um from where we stayed at our hotel to vic um but we arrived with enough time to order more pizza mm-hmm. at another establishment. This one was called the Burnt Crust. Delicious, delicious yeah. pizza. Uh, the gentleman there uh, asked, like, greeted me in Icelandic, and I sometimes a little hard of hearing. Um, and he greeted me. He was like, he's like, what do you, what can I help you with? And I was like, uh, I was like, well, what do you recommend? And he just goes, and he like he he instantly like looked at me, sized me up and down. I was like, okay, American. Yep. He goes, what are you willing to try? I'm like, I was like, lay something on me. He's mm-hmm. like, you give me what you want, and I'm I'll I'll, I'll 
I'll try it. Uh, so he's like, get a number one, which was like a lobster pizza. Yeah, I didn't know I needed lobster on my pizza, you guys. <laughs> now uh, I do. On, uh, the, the, the bread and the crust is black. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is it was delicious. Had a lot of microgreens, had a lot of... Yeah, it was covered in... There was, there was obviously lobster. There was... I'm, I don't think it was shallot. I think it was just like thinly sliced red onion with some cheese and then arugula microgreens and then ever so slight drizzle of like um balsamic yeah it was delicious it was it was so damn good like crushed that yeah and with just enough time to then go on the ice cave tour um so driving out to a glacier yeah Uh, on a super jeep so the tires were like 42 inches tall. Not a Jeep at all, but okay. It was, that's what, yeah. It, it was, it was, so. It was a big vehicle. <laughs> in, in Iceland, uh, there are things called F-roads. Mm-hmm. Uh, these roads are like, you need a specialty vehicle. Your, your Jeep Wrangler, while I know Jeep shows you driving some cool things. Insufficient. You, you need a, a vehicle rated for this. Mm-hmm. Wider tires, uh, has to sell a little bit, has to up a certain height. So there, there is a, there is a, a whole stipulation that you need to, to go through to get there. Um, and this was Thomas. Uh, Our with, guide, yeah. With Catalatrack. Catalatrack mm-hmm. um, was the, the name of the, the, tour, the tour company. Catalatrack. Catalatrack. Um, and he took us out. Uh, we drove through a, a black sand desert, uh, which is really cool and became even cooler when he pointed out the spot where the opening scenes of Rogue One were filmed, when uh, the Empire comes to find uh, Jin Erso's father to help make the Death Star. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we got that whole backstory. Um, Iceland for you know Game of Thrones fans. Throw a rock. There's a Game of Thrones thing for you. Yeah, lots of references. Um, and we got to learn about a lot of movies being filmed there. Uh, which really helped their 2020 year. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, with their uh, tracking, uh, if someone got COVID, like they have a mm-hmm. very, they have a very good tracking system and how they set it up. Uh, that way they can backtrack and be like, okay, all these people might be infected. We're going to isolate and quarantine. Mm-hmm. Um, so we got to learn about that. Um, and then we got to a glacier. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never seen a glacier before. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I remember being told in like middle school, like they might not be there when you're an adult because of uh, global warming. And yeah, you and I, you and I got to walk on and mm-hmm. walk in a glacier with our fancy spiked. You get like they, you, we wore our hiking boots and they give you, uh, like chain spikes to, like strap on over your shoes mm-hmm. so that way you can walk on the ice. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a lot of fun. I, 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 I was more surprised about that than I think I was. Like, I was like, okay, we're going to go walk in a, like, I, I was expecting a very, here's your path. Walk on this path. That and was, was something like, more commercialized. Yeah. Um, and no, no, this is, you can bust ass and end up at the bottom of a glacier. Yeah. Yeah. This was like, don't fuck around. Like, it's, it's plenty safe, but like, don't be a dumbass. Like, stay where the guide tells you. Walk behind him if that's what he tells you to do. Um, keep both hands on the rope. Yeah. 
don't be dumb and you'll be fine. Um, but yeah, the, the views were spectacular. I've never, again, never been that close to a glacier, let alone touched one, let alone like walk through an ice cave. But just seeing the striations and the shades, uh, the deep shades of blue, and then with like dramatic lines cutting through of like the volcanic, like black dirt, sand going through it and stuff. Like it was, it was gorgeous. And just like the air bubbles that you can, you can see in the glacier. Like, I don't know. I was expecting it to just be like, flat solid sheet of ice like an ice age yeah like yeah. <laughs> like a, just a uniform color so to see like the different the different shades of blue the intensities and then just like it's just like an ice cube except like you know hundreds of tons of of, of, of ice um all these little air bubbles trapped inside um yeah it was it was really really to say it was really really cool like yeah okay got better words it was incredible it was breathtakingly beautiful i was in awe um Thomas repeatedly reminded us, like, take photos, take photos. I know you're awestruck, take photos, because otherwise you're going to be mad at yourself for not having them. And he's like, absolutely right. I made sure to take photos every time I was, like, handing my phone to you. I'm like, take a picture of me here, take a picture of me here. Mm -hmm. um, he was, uh, so Cadillac Track was who we used. Uh, he was like, I will be your photographer. Mm -hmm. He's like, take these, like, take the photos. He was like, he's like, you got Christmas coming up, you got Hanukkah coming up, mm -hmm. like, just take yeah passover i don't care here take the photo yeah like send out the card it'll be and that was really cool um and you mentioned mentioned the blue because i made i made the that i was like holy shit gatorade <laughs> the arctic blast frost version uh -huh. like that blue comes from something it's not just this looks cold like oh no blue no shit cold it does look cold because that's the uh that's the color that it looks like uh that, that it looks like, you know, in a glacier. Mm -hmm. um, and the striations, like, there were there were points where you're looking at it, it looks like you're looking at Neptune, you know, under a glass mm -hmm. uh, with all the different stripes and everything else. Um, you touched the glacier. Did you lick the glacier at all? I didn't lick the glacier, but I did have my mouth pressed to it at one point. I was able to, like, slip some water, water. off the side. Yeah, I straight up licked it and slipped the water to the all of it. I did. <laughs> I did, I all, did of all of it. I licked the glacier. I licked it. I got that's gross. Uh, did you, did you, so our guide was like, he's like, he's like, it's perfectly fine. It's healthy. You can do this. He gets up and like tongues the glacier, and it was uh -huh. it, he had quite a level of showmanship that I greatly mm -hmm. appreciate. Um, yeah, he, and he was good people. Did great job. at also like you guys are you know nervous or like hey trust the equipment. This is how we need to walk. Mm -hmm. You know if you've ever ride a bike, if you've ever done this, like you look down, you go down. Yeah. Uh, so really really good very much at ease and, and like at the one point he's like hey uh, did i ever tell you guys that, that was life endangering endangering and we're like no it was fine he goes yeah okay so this part walk behind me uh because one of the things they tell you is in iceland stay on the path because when you go to the national park the first place we're at they're like how we find these lava tube caves are people fall in them mm -hmm. and the ground gives away and the like they had a an arctic fox remains in one mm -hmm. because fox fell got hurt couldn't get out mm -hmm. uh so in the glacier they're like you is he's, he's like you've been on the glacier now for you know a, a 15 minute walk that you didn't even realize because it's under the, the black sand and he's like he's like if you look over there there is quicksand there is sinkholes and you're like you say so. It all looks like black dirt to me. But then you walk over some spots and your feet sink. 
mm-hmm. and the, like they sink enough for you to be like whoa and you yeah quickly backpedal to where it is more uh solid uh and yeah so that was that was really cool yeah yeah be be aware like he's, he's like i'm not messing around stay behind me single file line I'm like all right yeah stepping each other's footprints um so yeah that was and it, but it was friendly and it was it was that's where i think he said like hey you know this, is, this island was born you know after the dinosaurs mm-hmm. so because i was like oh have you guys found anything cool or interesting in the, in the in the glacier as it's thawed or as it's moved and he goes no not really um there's apparently i think catala is the name of a netflix show mm-hmm. uh dystopian future where a glacier thaws and people come out of it yeah um which i think we need to check out because that's just something up my alley <laughs> that's neither here nor there mm-hmm. but uh yeah that that was a fantastic tour mm-hmm. we'll we'll have links to the stuff we did guys I, I will have extensive links when this podcast goes live either later tonight or uh tomorrow mm-hmm. um so we wrapped up the tour yep took you to a black sand beach did go to a black sand beach because you've never been to one before yep mm-hmm. that was cool they walked around the Black Sand Beach. We're like, okay, we're suitably tired now. Grab some tasty soup at a local restaurant. Passed the s- out. The soup company. The soup Iceland? company. Yeah. Um, great soup. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did one in a black bread bowl. Or I, yeah. yeah, it was like the the hot lava, lava soup. soup. It was yeah. a goulash. It was with some chili flakes, and then like you know, for the tourists, it's like a black bread bowl. But it was super filling. Like yeah. being doing the the ice cave tour, and then it walking the black sand beach afterwards like it wasn't even that it was cold like it's been a long day and so to just have like warm soup and then like eat the bread bowl like i was super like my insides were warm and cozy and i'm like okay i can go to bed now yeah it Um, it was satiating we did go to uh uh, one of the grocery stores and bought some groceries Mm -hmm. uh for the next day Mm -hmm. um so i guess at least the next day our last like full day full day Uh cramming as much in as possible because it's me um we went to oh uh sorry Go we went back the day to the so we were uh mrs play and i when we have our interactions i sometimes do not uh explain the subject of what i am talking about no you so just launch into it i launch into it and you should be on the same page as me um <laughs> uh because please be telepathic it makes life easier for me and so uh, we're walking on the black sand beach, and Mrs. Play, oh, what are you learning about? And I'm I'm staring at the at the uh, reading the the story of how the beach was formed, and I'm like, oh, I'm learning about uh, a three masted ship and a troll woman. And she's like, say all of that again. You need to come back. I'm like, because I was like, I didn't I I didn't stutter. I was like, I was like, oh yeah. So the 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 there's this rock formation over there. That's a three masted ship, and that's the troll woman uh that cast a curse on them and that they said uh nope afterwards if you're gonna curse us well, we curse you and they all turned to stone and sat there and that's how you get that rock formation um and yeah just i don't know i like that story that's just one of those like uh mrs plays like oh are you ha- what are you learning over there and read off exactly what i was learning like shot for shot for shot and she's like okay yeah the next day so the next day we went to the other side of that beach yeah the other side of that beach it was like 10 minute drive um ray ray nice far 
Black Sand Beach. Um, there's a cave there, and then they're right next to the cave, to the to the right of the cave, um, are these big basalt columns. And again, if you Google it, like just like Vic Iceland, I'm sure it's gonna be one of the most popular photos. Like the these giant, giant to me they're giant. I was expecting like these columns because they're like hexagonal in shape, and that has to do with just like what exactly the lava was made out of, like the minerals and stuff in the lava. Um, and the rate at which it was cooled, it, it forms these hexagons. You've probably also heard of them as like the, the giant's causeway over in Ireland, Scotland. I've me. never heard of that. This is new for me. Um, over in the UK, blanket statement. Sorry, guys, don't hate me. Um, but that's what that's about. And I, again, I was expecting the coffee coaster size. These things are like 18 inches in diameter. Um, they were really big, and so like I climbed up just like a tiny bit, enough to look like I was high, but not actually be high. Like I might even like three feet off the ground generously, um, and have Mister Play take photos of me because I was in my glory. Um, hit up there, hit up another cave, like fifteen twenty minutes down the road, and then drove all the way out to um, Glacier Lagoon, and then right across from Glacier Lagoon is Diamond Beach, and that was like. Two, it was genuinely like two and a half hours from from Vic. Our last day, we we spent a lot of time driving. I loved Glacier Lagoon. Yeah, what'd you love about it? Uh, one, the glaciers, like <laughs> the glaciers. So the glaciers, uh, as as I, because I don't know, I let my imagination run wild some days. Um, uh, there were points where like one of the glaciers, uh, if you've ever seen ducks like dive in water for food, they like stick their butts in the air and then they're like start like wedging their heads down to get the, the minnows or things beneath them and one of the glaciers looked like a dragon doing that and i was like hey look at this uh, there was definitely one that looked like a t-rex like head coming out of it they had that gorgeous blue hue to it and it was one of those things i'm like some of them like the way that they were jutting up so dramatically i'm like oh that's literally someone in world of warcraft using a frost magic attack like it was there was so much to it that like my imagination just ran wild so i was like hey that looks like this and and you know Gatorade. And <laughs> <laughs> the number of times you mentioned Gatorade, I'm yeah, like, probably like my I, soul died a little. <laughs> well, no, I might, might deserve a bit of a sponsorship there. Hashtag Gatorade. Uh, but yeah, that was that. I thought that was absolutely great to see walking around. Yeah, uh, we've never see seen icebergs before. Yeah, um, got to see harbor seals. Mm-hmm. Those ducks, thank God they all made it. Yep, they're little, a mama duck and like her two like little teenage ducklings. Yeah, uh, so mm-hmm. okay, uh, had some tasty food. Yeah, there were there were food trucks there, um, so that was perfect because like we we had some food because like Mister Place said we went grocery shopping, but like it was just grocery store cold, just like grab and keep rolling food. Um, so it was really nice to have hot sandwiches. Mister Play had another hot dog. I did, and then. Um, there's a fish and chips place next to it. Yeah. It had some great reviews we did not have when they actually closed before we got back. And then there was like a crepe place as well. Yeah. Like savory or sweet crepes. Um, but this this is where that particular location is where people get in boats or canoes, kayaks, and you can like get, you can go in and navigate around the glaciers and even go up to the mouth of the bay where the glacier, where the um, glaciers breaking off into the icebergs. Um, we did not book one of those. Um, it was also incredibly foggy right there. Like you, you, you could tell the area was colder. Yeah, 
like, like that glacier is yeah like the warm air was going over the glacier just created like a fog bank that was like not moving um so it was like eerie and beautiful you couldn't see nearly as far and so like as the, as a iceberg came through the fog it just like added to the mystery um but after we ate we walked under the bridge across to diamond beach and just seeing like so as as the icebergs are moving towards the ocean the ocean current is like still like pushing them back to the beach hence now diamond beach is just like icebergs of various sizes that have been beached yep took a lot of pictures took a lot of pictures it was gorgeous when the sun hit it just right like it would just the whole place would start to sparkle and glitter with like these like and some of it would be like guys like it would be like this looks like an ice cube size Mm -hmm. this is a huge chunk um we found one that looked like a heart so we did the the cute like heart shape holding the heart shape so it was made mrs play do a a cutesy little photo thing Mm -hmm. with that um, but then there were some pieces where we're like this is bigger than your entertainment center. Like yeah. this is bigger than your coffee table. It's your car. Yeah, pieces uh, the size of a car. Like it was big. Like the the water again. Like the no no fuck with the floor, the fauna, the speed limit, or the weather. Like the water was like I don't want it. I'm not touching that. Staying away from the water. The the water is also now lava. Yeah, yeah. Iceland's uh, greatest game. Uh, the, floor the floor is lava. The floor was lava. Yeah. They should be champions of that game. Um, probably weren't allowed to compete on the Netflix show. Probably not. Um, but yeah, so that that was great. Ice, mm-hmm. uh, black sand beach once again, mm-hmm. really beautiful. The contrast with all the the shine of the ice, uh, and like I said, guys, seeing that seeing that blue, like it was, it, it it's affected him. It was it was gorgeous. Um, you learn just like water, you know, ice absorbs all colors of the spectrum, except for blue so mm-hmm. it comes back this very vibrant blue-esque color um icy blue yeah it's absolutely gorgeous mm-hmm. um and then after that we headed back to vic we headed back towards vic yes um stop on the way back. we stopped at other places i can't pronounce and went hiking through like it wasn't through the gorge but like we went a trail that like oh, ran yes, parallel yes, yes, yes. to a gorge and you could like look down uh, waterfall at the end it was maybe a mile each way out and back um free parking yay and checked that out um trail wasn't too crowded and then off-roading closer to vic um our our host at the guest house in vic recommended that we track out like this other like distal location um, she's like, oh yeah, it's like a 40 minute drive from here. No big deal. It's beautiful. There's picnicking. There's a cave. There's some hiking. I highly recommend it. The views are gorgeous. You'll love it. Um, it's on gravel. Spoiler. And there are so many spots where like, you got to go up really high, really fast and then turn and blind curves. And also all these areas are washed out. And I was stressed, you guys. Um, Mr. Play has more experience driving in a like not paved environment. Um, I don't. And so he's like, oh, yeah, I got this. And kind of like talking to himself, like confident. He knew what he was doing. I was so relieved that he was confident because I held all of the stress. I was not okay. It was everything in my power. Just like remain like quiet. And like, don't like press my imaginary break or like death grip things. Like just focus on the fucking road. Um and it was like 16 kilometers to get to the distal land. We stopped at about the halfway point. There, there was a lookout where you could like appreciate the view. 
Um, and so we did. What were you going to say? No, that's not it. Um, and then we're, do, do we have to, Mr. Poe's like, do we have to go the rest of the way? I'm like, no, 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 no. I was like, it was still like, you know, like eight more kilometers, but it was like another like 20 minutes. And so it, it would take like an hour and a half. By the time like we get to the Tisselam, we take photos and stuff and then like drive back out. I'm like, no. I hadn't done anything like that since like the army. So there's a lot of like army stuff coming right back. Yeah. And I was like, you know. You were great. I it, was not. Part okay. of it was like sun is setting and I don't, I don't want to do this. Like I could do it at night. Nope. I do not want to do it at night. So we did turn yeah. around. Yeah. Uh, we also did meet probably the best character this entire trip there. Uh, so we were driving in to go to this this lookout, and there was a sheep, and we pulled off because it there were cars coming the other way. Mm-hmm. So I, I would pull off to let them come down the mountain that way to go up. And I pulled off at one point, and this goat turns and looks sheep. at us. He had horns. Sheep have horns. They do. Yeah. I don't know. I thought it was only goats that had horns. Rams. Rams. Rams are sheep. Rams are sheep. They're not goats. They're not goats. Yeah. Huh. So there's a sheep. Sheep. <laughs> uh, and let me tell you, he sat there and stared me down. And if it weren't for the fact that Mrs. Play was like, please do not do this, I would have sat there and like had the staring compass with the damn sheep. Uh, and so we met Stu the sheep. Um, but I'll spa ha 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 ha. Do you want to laugh at that for I a second? I named him. I named him. She named him Stu. Uh, so we, we, we drove up and we, we got that picture and on the way back, that sheep was just closer to the road. So got up to him, rolled down the windows, yelled at him a little He's bit. He's yelling sheep. And I'm like, Hey, Hey, and I'm like, I'm rolling down the window. Cause I just want a decent picture. picture of the sheep. And I'm like, please don't attack the door. Chris, stop provoking the sheep. <laughs> I don't think this is like a sheep attack is covered in the rental car warranty. I need you to not do this. Yeah. So that was that was a fun time. You were having a lot of fun. I was having a lot of fun. You were having like a disproportionate amount oh, of yes. fun. <laughs> yelling at yelling at that. Um but yeah, then mm. so then uh we came we came back, uh back to the, the, the lodge that we were at, make sure we all packed, went to sleep. And then our final day there, uh was the so honestly, Iceland went off without a hitch. Mm-hmm. Up until the last like two hours, we were actually oh in the country. Yeah. Uh, on our way back, we did. Uh, when we got to Skogafoss. Mm-hmm. We I ran into it. We did not hike it because we had to make the, the ice, the ice skate tour. tour. Mm-hmm. So this time we walked up to, up it, which was like six hundred, six hundred, seven hundred feet of elevation change in a half mile. Yeah. Maybe it, a mile. It, it was like go fuck yourself. Yeah. Steps. It was a stairmaster. My yeah, my my calves. Like I was like, I was going to the gym, and I'm like, I'm not going to the gym this weekend. I'm gonna take this weekend off, and yeah. I'll go on Monday. Uh, yeah, my my calves are still sore. I need to walk down. Mm-hmm. Um, we checked so that, that was, out. Walked up there, mm-hmm. um, and on the way back, it was like, oh well, we need to. It was also raining, was raining endlessly. Yeah, got to fill up on gas. Left my credit card at a gas pump. Mm-hmm. I had to turn around twice because the gas pump stopped taking the credit card and it was like we kept going to like one certain type of gas station yeah no we went to like th- the, the time things wrapped up like we went to like three different gas stations previously we'd only gone to one type of oh, gas yeah, station yeah 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 and and now we tried something new and we tried something <laughs> Look new what got us. uh here here in the states when you go to a gas station you put your credit card in and you fill up the tank 
Yeah, until like, that's it stops. It. Yeah, that that's just what you do. Over there, it's like, oh, do you want, you know, a, a, a thousand liter, or like this much money worth, this much liters? or mm-hmm. And so, like, people know exactly how much they're, like, they need to fill up and not go over. And, yeah, just, it, it, it was the biggest headache. We started to get hungry. Yeah, converting liters to gallons, not even really knowing the size of this damn tank. You can only pick, like, do you want an X amount? Do you want half full? Do you want full full? And, like, it was a bitch. Just try and get it right. Because, you know, you have to return the gas. We returned the car with a full tank of gas. And we were getting hungry. And we'd budgeted a lot of time. Like, I thought I was afraid we were going to get to the My Car rental with, like, an hour and a half to spare. Um, and between, like, the credit card, <laughs> trying to find a place to, to eat, go, trying to find a gas station that we could figure out how to use... Um, that, that ate up like an hour. Yeah. Yeah. So we ended up getting to the airport two hours early, waited for our flight, mm-hmm. called a flight home. Yeah. And that, other than like the, the day of recording this, this is now Saturday the 10th. Mm-hmm. Like you guys have been. Yeah, we, we arrived home only 23 hours ago. Yeah. Like, we haven't even been home a full 24 hours yet. So yeah, that was, that was our adventure. It was Mrs. Play. Planned a fantastic trip. Thank you, spouse. Very welcome. Um, but yeah, so if you guys are looking, uh, I recommend uh, the podcast title is Iceland Board because I'm a Monster Hunter nerd and that's what I think we should all be doing. Uh, but yeah, so if you're looking for something fun to do, highly recommend Iceland. Mm-hmm. Um, I will make sure to have links to things. Um, I might even steal Mrs. Play's phone or she wouldn't be so kind to just email me her checklist. Uh, I will post everything in the links below. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that way, if you guys are like, hey, I want to go somewhere on an exciting adventure, I recommend Iceland. Adventure. Yeah, it, it was stunning. And it's a low threshold of participation for Americans. Most people speak English. Um, it's a cashless society, so you can use your credit card, reach out to your credit card company, and request a PIN before you leave. Um, they will assign one to you. And they they drive on the same side of the road as Americans. An automatic is more expensive to rent, but it's not that big of a deal. Um, and the steering wheel is on the same side of the of the car as it is for Americans. Like the the threshold of participation it was surprisingly low. Like there was a lot of planning and thought that I put into our trip. But once we got there, I'm like, oh, this isn't so bad. Um, I will rec. Miss um, Play and I look recommend. Uh, we do. Uh, not sponsored, but shout out Vessi. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, ten out of ten. Stress tested those shoes and they rocked. Uh, we got those in the wash. Um, Fair. Uh, Vessi was great. We had our, our hiking boots, so I'd recommend like two, three pairs of like two pairs of shoes. Like Gav's my hiking boots. Um, good pair of walking shoes. Highly uh, recommend some Vessies. Probably have a link to that at the bottom below. Um, yeah, like Miss Play said, get a request a pin. Uh, Visa, Mastercard, not so much Discover or American Express. Mm-hmm. Uh, American Express also doesn't do pins, which uh, caused a little of our snafu towards the end. Um, but yeah, that's that was our trip to Iceland. Thank you, Mrs. Play, for uh, for doing this. You're welcome, spouse. And to let you guys know, we will be back to our normal schedule, which means uh, I will probably already have streamed by the time that you guys are out, but we'll still be streaming some Stardew Valley. Uh, might talk about some more Icelandic things and things that we've learned there uh, in the winter arc of Stardew Valley. Uh, 
Mr. and Mrs. Play will return on Monday back with Stray. Mm -hmm. uh, Tuesday, Thursday will be uh, We Play, some uh, Republic Commando, and Friday will now be where Couch Co-op goes with Nick and I as we continue going through uh, our playthrough of Halo 2. So, if you guys enjoyed this, please don't forget to like, comment, subscribe. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. Check out our Discord. Uh, links to everything like I said about uh, below. Remember, you're all winners out there. Keep it weird and have a fantastic rest of your day, everybody. Bye, everyone. Go to Iceland. <laughs>